Top 10 Copycats Number 10 Tylenol Killer Copycats In 1982, seven people died after ingesting Tylenol laced with cyanide. Four years later, two more people died at the hands of a copycat. In 1982, the public's trust in packaged over-the-counter medicine was fundamentally shaken. Seven people died in the Chicago area after taking extra-strength Tylenol that had been laced with cyanide. The deaths caused enough panic among Americans that the FDA began to require that all over-the-counter drugs be sold in tamper-resistant packaging. Although one man was arrested and sentenced to prison for sending an extortion note to Johnson & Johnson, the makers of Tylenol, no one was ever arrested for the actual murders, and the case remains open. The widespread publicity given to the case has led to some copycats, however. The most notable of these came four years later, when a woman in New York died minutes after taking two Tylenol capsules that turned out to be laced with cyanide. That same year, Exerdon joined its competitor as a vehicle for poison delivery. Two people in Washington died after taking cyanide lace exodrin. In this case, however, the killer was uncovered. Stella Nickel, the wife of the man who died from the poisoned exodrin, was found guilty of product tampering and sentenced to 80 years in prison. Another copycat surfaced in 1993 when Joseph Maling attempted to kill his wife and actually killed two strangers by filling Sudafed capsules with cyanide. He was sentenced to life in prison. The FDA's current requirement that over-the-counter medication be sold in tamper-resistant packaging is the direct result of the Tylenol lace with cyanide killings and their copycats. Number 9. Natural Born Killers Copycats The film Natural Born Killers, based loosely on Charles Starkweather and Carol Ann Fugit, is blamed for spawning real-life copycat killers. Several films have been implicated in copycat murders over the years. The Russian roulette scene in the movie Deer Hunter has been linked to a number of accidental suicides. The ultra-violent The Clockwork Orange has been accused of spurring real-life violence. Even The Fisher King, a dramatic comedy directed by Monty Python alum Terry Gilliam, partially inspired a mass killing. But perhaps no other movie has been held more responsible for inspiring a generation of copycat killers than the 1994 Oliver Stone film Natural Born Killers, which ironically discusses the glorification of violence in the American media. The film also has a bizarre status of inadvertently creating copycats of copycats. The movie is loosely based on the killings carried out in 1957 and 1958 by teenage spree killers Charles Starkweather and Carl Ann Fugit. The criminals most often cited as having been inspired by the movie are teenage couple Benjamin Darris and Sarah Edmondson. The pair watched the movie repeatedly under the influence of LSD and decided to go on their own crime spree the next day. They travelled from Oklahoma to Mississippi where Darris and Edmondson shot two people killing one and paralysing the other. Number 8. Zodiac Copycat Eddie Cedar Eddie Cedar, the Zodiac copycat killer, is arraigned in Brooklyn in 1996. During a five-year period in the late 1960s in San Francisco area, the self-described Zodiac killer used a knife and a pistol to take the lives of at least seven strangers. He was perhaps the most famous serial killer to employ the media for attention, sending local newspaper offices cryptic and taunting letters aimed towards the police. The Zodiac killer was never identified. Twenty years later, a Zodiac copycat began his own attacks in New York City, taking a more literal interpretation of his predecessor by murdering victims based on their Zodiac sign. This copycat killer, however, was eventually named. 
Eddie Cedar began his copycat spree in November 1989 by sending cryptic letters to the police and the media. In the months following the messages, he began stalking his victims, shooting each with a homemade handgun. At the scene of his crime, Cedar left a similar note. Over the course of the next three years, Cedar murdered three New Yorkers and attempted to kill five more. Cedar was discovered through witnesses and because he left fingerprints on his notes. After he engaged police in an unrelated shootout in 1996, Cedar was arrested and convicted of the Zodiac copycat crimes. He was sentenced to 238 years in prison. 7. Scream copycat Thierry Jardine most copycat killers select victims they don't know, but one slasher film fan targeted the girl next door. When a 15-year-old schoolgirl refused the romantic advances of her family neighbour, 24-year-old Thierry Jardine, the Belgian man decided to exact revenge based on Scream. The 1996 American horror film tells the story of a high school student and her friends who are stalked, stabbed and murdered by a killer who wears a black robe and mask pattern after Edvard Munch's painting The Scream. The Torta Jardine, a cab driver, left the room to don a scream costume and grabbed two large knives. When he returned, he stabbed the girl 30 times, leaving one particular wound that closely mirrored a wound shown in the movie. He then called his father and co-worker to tell them of his crime. After he was arrested, he told police his, his actions were inspired by the film and its sequels. Scream was based in part on the real-life murders of five Gainesville, Florida students in August 1990, where who were found stabbed and murdered in their apartments. The culprit, Danny Rowling, was eventually arrested and sentenced for the killings, and an investigation into his background revealed that he had endured a childhood filled with physical and emotional abuse from his father, and that four months before his killing spree began, Rowling had attempted to murder him too. Check out our full profile on Hit on the Gainesville Ripper on our Patreon-exclusive true crime show, Real Monsters. Number 6, Jack the Ripper copycat Derek Brown. Derek Brown, a 47-year-old father of seven, followed in the grisly footsteps of Jack the Ripper 120 years after the original infamous murders occurred. In 2008, Brown was convicted of murdering two women despite neither of the bodies being found. Brown picked his victims from the Whitechapel area of East London where Jack the Ripper had carried out five of his murders. In August, Brown murdered Zio Miglau, a 29-year-old street vendor who had was videotaped entering a London subway with Brown the day she disappeared. The following month, Brown picked up 26-year-old prostitute Bonnie Barrett and murdered her. While the bodies were never recovered, police found ample blood evidence that bought from both women in Derek Brown's apartment. Blood evidence was found throughout his home with the highest concentration of blood stains found in the bathroom. Investigators believe Brown dismembered the women's women in his bathtub and disposed of their bodies. He was sentenced to 30 years in prison for the murders. Police believe he was on his way to becoming a serial killer and after he was caught they linked him to six unsolved sexual assaults. Number 5. The Matrix Copycats in 1999, the movie The Matrix was a box office hit and that inspired some fans to wear long black trench coats and slick sunglasses, just like Neo, the movie's main character. Played by Keanu Reeves, Neo toggles between a computer-simulated world called The Matrix, where he works as a computer programmer, and the real world, where he becomes a hero bent on violently and forcibly freeing humans who have been subverted by technology. Unfortunately, the movie and its sequels also may have inspired some copycat killings too. In September 2002, Vadim Messijis murdered his landlord in California and claimed he had been in the Matrix during the act. 
that same Fawley Boyd who had been arrested for 10 deadly sniper shootings near Washington DC gave homage to the Matrix and sketches he made while in jail. In February 2003, Virginia Joshua Cook said he lived in the Matrix when he's murdered his parents. In July 2002, Tonda Lynn Ansley shot and killed her landlord. The Ohio resident then told police her landlord had been involved in a conspiracy to brainwash and murder her just as Neo is persecuted in the Matrix. Number four, Dexter copycat, Mark Andrew Twitchell. Mark Andrew Twitchell accused of killing a man after being inspired by television show Dexter. Police believe the Canadian independent filmmaker Mark Andrew Twitchell was on his way to becoming a full-fledged serial killer. Fortunately, he was caught before he got to the required number of three murders to classify him as a serial killer. Instead, he was discovered and stopped after his first killing and in 2011 sentenced to life in prison. Twitchell is said to have been inspired by the television show Dexter, which portrays a forensic scientist who stalks and murders serial murderers. Twitchell created his own plotline, however, which he shot as a short film about a vigilante murderer who with the same sequence of events that he would follow shortly afterwards. Twitchell is believed to have placed an ad in an online dating service posing as a woman to lure John Bryan Altinger to a rented garage under the pretense of meeting a date there. John Bryan was never seen again. His disappearance and suspected murder may not have been linked to Twitchell had all Tinger not emailed his friend's directions to the garage before going. Police searched the leasing history of the garage and found Mark Twitchell had rented it. Police began to suspect that Twitchell was on the path to serial killer status after another man came forward. This near victim escaped from the same garage following being beaten by a man in a mask after he had been lured there by the same online dating ruse. His escape took place a week after Altinger's disappearance. Number 3. Taxi Driver Copycat John Hinckley On March 30, 1981, John Hinckley Jr. joined members of the press awaiting then-President Ronald Reagan's exit from a Washington, D.C. hotel. As the president left the building and walked towards his car, Hinckley pulled out a revolver and fired six shots. One of the bullets lodged near the president's heart and was removed during surgery. Presidential Press Secretary James Brady was shot in the head and paralyzed, and a police officer and Secret Service agents were wounded as well. It was the third presidential assassination attempt in six years but was the only one credited as a copycat shooting based on a film. Hinckley pointed to the 1976 film Taxi Driver as his inspiration. The movie's plot centers around a Vietnam veteran who seeks to assassinate a presidential candidate and stars Robert De Niro and Jodie Foster. During his trial, Hinckley, who had been stalking Foster, said the assassination attempt was a bid for Foster's attention. In 1982, Hinckley's trial ended. He was found not guilty by reason of insanity and sentenced to stay in a mental institution. Hinckley's crime was a catalyst that led to widespread changes in the way the Secret Service vetted public stops for sitting presidents. Currently, the public can't be present when the president arrives at or leaves an event. The use of metal detectors have increased markedly, as was the number of Secret Service agencies assigned to duty. At the time of President Reagan's assassination attempt by Hinckley, there were about 1,500 Secret Service uh, members. As of 2011, that number had doubled. 
Number two, school shooting copycats. Much was made of Eric Harris and Dylan Klebold's favourite movies and video games after the shootings. Starting in the 1990s, a spat of copycat school shootings cropped up across the United States. Most were given widespread media exposure, including the 1996 incident of classroom violence that killed three people. Shooter Barry Lucadis, 14, burst into a Moses Lake Wash classroom wearing a black trench coat and volleyed shots from pistols and a rifle at his classmates. The scene was eerily similar to the one in Basketball Diaries, a film in which a basketball player, Leonardo DiCaprio, develops a heroin addiction and dreams of shooting classmates in a classroom while wearing a black trench coat. Another school shooting occurred on the same day, this time in Atlanta, when a 16-year-old student shot and killed a teacher. It was one of at least 50 school shootings that occurred from 1983 to 2008, including the killing spree at Columbine High School in Littleton Colo. Students Eric Harris and Dylan Klebold shot and killed 13 people and wounded 23 others before killing themselves on their high school campus on April 28, 1999. For more on that, go check out our episode on them on Real Monsters this week. Number one. Murder-Suicide Copycats From March 2009 to April 2009, 43 people in the United States died during murder-suicides. Stirring speculation that copycats were becoming inspired by real-life crimes. One of the most publicized incidents was a shooting of 13 people at an American Civic Association in Benninghampton, New York, before the gunman turned his weapon on himself. In addition, from 2008 to 2010, there was a series of parent-child murder-suicides in states from California to Maryland. While researchers point to a possible combination of factors that may be responsible for the increase in murder-suicides, economics, unemployment, and passionate motives like jealousy, they also reveal that suicides alone are a largely seasonal event, as evidenced by an uptick in self-inflicted deaths each spring. There's also often an increase in suicide rates in the areas surrounded by highly publicized suicides. However, there's no conclusive evidence that murder-suicides follow the same pattern, even if there have been an unusual number of murder-suicides within specific time periods. If you like that, then listen to our main show every Wednesday on all good podcast providers. It's Alive Alive, the really, really fake true crime horror podcast. All the guts and gore, none of the guilt. See you on Wednesdays.